0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. I have a little bit of a different episode for you today, but I think that this concept, this philosophy, this thought is so important as a business owner and as a leader, as a leader, all great leaders know this and they implement this and it's perfect for this situation that we are in right now. I hope you are um, enjoying the daily episodes. We've been kind of just trying to show up in in a much bigger way for all of you. You know, there's a lot of other input out there a lot of news a lot of just stuff that might not fill you up in the best way so we really are trying to come with come at you with the opposite amount of input uh, of good input where we can kind of at least have an even amount right of the good and maybe the not so good so if you're enjoying these daily episodes let us know if there's anything you need help with always shoot us a message on instagram uh, at the guide culture so we can Make an episode just for you. Hey, we have a free resource for you that we have been working so hard on. I can't even tell you how hard we've been working on this. And we just... Think it's gonna help you so much. It is a playbook to more sales, better clients, and faster results. And it is so beautiful, guys. It's like a magazine. I'm not even kidding you. And you can grab it. It's totally free and it's in our show notes. The link is in our show notes to grab it. So get it, email us, and let us know if it was helpful and your favorite part of the playbook. We would love to know. Enjoy this episode, guys, and we'll we'll talk soon. As we're putting out daily podcast, you are really seeing kind of the real time development, mental development of how we are thinking and running our business through this time. And I just... Uh, you know, a lot of times these podcasts, they are really inspired by maybe different memes that I've seen or uh, conversations that I've had or what I hear people say and honestly, it helps me so much be able to say, okay, what would my response be? And because here's the thing, if someone is saying it, if somebody is thinking it, if somebody is posting it, nine times out of 10, there's lots more people that think this way. So that's just a side note on creating content in general. It's like, okay, how would I respond to them? And let me just put it in a piece of content. And you know what I am so excited about is that I am hearing a lot of kind of comments like hey like this is gonna it's gonna blow over it's gonna be fine we're gonna move forward all of this stuff and I love the optimism there is also sometimes not a good, side effect of being optimistic and I have a, a story that kind of goes with this so hang with me okay so as I think most of you know as you if you've been listening to the episodes in order uh, as they come out you know that I kind of have been in a place where I was in a place of hey this will be over in a couple of weeks when quarantine is over this is over People will be back to business as usual in just a few months. Until I did some research and I started to look through some past trends and kind of compared it to what it might look like in the future. And I say might because nobody knows, right? Everything is super unpredictable. Nobody knows what will happen in the future. But what I do know is that 10% million jobs have been lost. And that's just about a third of what's predicted to be lost within the next couple of months. There is no doubt that every single industry will be impacted by this. And when I came to this realization of that it was going to be a thing and I Really convinced myself that this is the new normal. We're going to adapt, and I keep saying that to all of you on the podcast and on Instagram. I posted it on, uh, like, I wrote it on a video of me exercising. Like, hey, the the quicker that you can buy into this being the new normal, the better it's going to be for you in the long run. And I got some responses back. Some of which are like, "Yes, I totally agree," and some of which were like, "Hey, I don't agree with that," and that's totally fine. That's uh, amazing. I love when everybody has different opinions based on the conversations that I'm having in general people in general overall I would say people are having a harder time coming to grips with that this is normal a lot of comments of like hey I don't want to move I don't want to make a decision about anything not just guide culture like about anything I don't want to make a decision I don't want to do anything until until I have some clarity or until this blows over. And if you've been around guide culture for any amount of time, whether you followed me or Kat on Instagram or guide culture on Instagram, or you've listened to the podcast, you know that we are pretty positive mindset kind of people. We really try to find the good. We believe that no matter what, our best days are here and now, and we really stand by that. We have a quote, nothing has gone wrong mentality because like I said, the future has never been predicted. We are simply adapting to the circumstances like we do for any circumstance that might come our way. And whatever circumstance comes our way, we really try to have the mentality of like, hey, nothing has gone wrong. We are just going to take what's happening and move forward the best we know how. On the other side of things, there is a level of realism that is super important too. And I wanna tell a story because it's actually called a thing. It's called the Stockdale Paradox, the Stockdale Paradox. And it came from a guy uh, named James Stockdale, who was the highest ranking naval officer to be held prisoner during the Vietnam War. And friends, I did some reading about this guy. Let's just say he made it through some very, very hard times. When he was captive, Stockdale was given, quote, air quote, special treatment. And when I say special treatment, I don't mean it in the positive sense. He was one of the U.S. prisoners who was held in solitary confinement. The lights in their small cells were kept on 24 hours a day, and they were forced to sleep in shackles. This went on for eight years. Stockdale made it out alive. How did he make it out alive, you ask? Well, a guy named Dennis Charney, he was a a psychiatrist, and he said that the key to survival mechanism for Stockdale and the people that were also held captive was his ability to combine realism with optimism. This is called the Stockdale Paradox, and it really defines the optimism that is the most important is becoming a resilient person. That when you're faced with a challenge or trauma, you look at that challenge objectively, and you might make an assessment that's like, "Okay, this is, you know, a big deal. And maybe we're in a little bit of trouble right now." You have a realistic realistic assessment of what you're facing. But on the other hand, you have an attitude or the attitude and the confidence to say, hey, I will prevail. I'm in a tough spot, but I'm going to prevail. This is the optimism that relates to resilience. When you look at a situation and you assess it for what's really going on, and then you have the attitude and the confidence and the optimism that says, I will prevail. I will get through this. No problem. So Stockdale explained this idea as the following, and I'm, I'm quoting him right here. He said, you must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which is something you can never afford to lose. With the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. And the most simple explanation that I can give you of this paradox is the idea of hoping for the best, but acknowledging and preparing for the worst. Hoping for the best, but acknowledging and preparing for the worst. The ability to really acknowledge your situation And balance that optimism with with realism comes from this understanding of this paradox, okay? It's a little bit of a contradictory way of thinking, uh, but this is literally what led James Stockdale to get through those horrible years. Whether you consciously know it or not, this has been one of the most defining philosophies for great leaders, making it through hardship and reaching their goals. It's been one of the most defining things for great leaders to be able to make it through hard times and for reaching their goals. Whether it's it's weathering through a torturous prisoner of war camp or going through your own trials and your own tribulations, this paradox is a, is a way of thinking and acting for any hard time during a person's life at all, no matter what's going on, right? This holds such a great lesson for how to achieve success and overcome really hard obstacles. I don't know if you've read the book, Good to Great uh, by Jim Collins. Phenomenal book. I actually am feeling really inspired to go reread it. But in his book, he talks about this, which is where I remember it from. Um, He talks about how, um, well, uh, Jim Collins, he interviewed Stockdale for this book. And, and um, he I have some quotes from the book. I went back and found him of the conversation of the interview. So Stockdale speaks about how the optimist didn't do so well in the prisoner of war camp. And the di- dialogue goes a little bit like this. Jim said, who didn't make it out? And Stockdale responded quickly. Oh, that's easy. He said, the optimist. The optimist? Jim said, I don't understand. I'm confused. Stockdale said, the optimist. Oh, they were the ones that were quote, going to be out by Christmas and then Christmas would come and then Christmas would go. And then they'd say, oh, we're going to be out by Easter. And then Easter would come and Easter would go and then Thanksgiving. And then it would be Christmas again. And they would die of a broken heart. Friends, we all want things to work out for ourselves. We all want to be successful and happy and achieve something no matter how hard or how personal it might be. But reaching this state of accomplishment, reaching what you really want, getting what you like, reaching that level of success, it isn't going to come by just through simply positive visualization. That is all well and good, and it makes us feel so good, and it is super important. In fact, we talk about positive visualization. We talk about doing it in journaling. It is so important, but it's just not enough. Skills, a proven net method, and the ability to take on your situation head on must be added to the positive Visualization confronting the entire situation for what it is is instrumental. It's instrumental for the success that you're going to have, but we don't lose faith, right? Your wildest dreams, they can come true and they just might come true. It's not about choosing like, hey, am I going to be an optimistic person or a realistic person, but instead learning to embrace both of those things, learning to address the situation head on while also having the belief and the faith that you can do it. So, you know, this paradox, it helps you, right? It helps you assess the idea that you can both be positive and believe that overcoming difficulties, you can do that while also confronting the brutal facts of the situation. And that's what tends to turn people off. Of course it does, right? Because we don't want to be, you know, seen as negative or pessimistic. Of course, like, That has what has been so hard for me is to come on this podcast and be like, hey, fam, buckle in. This is what's about to go down. Quit lying to yourself and let's freaking do this. And, you know, not wanting to be pessimistic, but also want to be real. And I think that's so important to be able to weigh both sides. And that's why I love this thought. So, friends, this podcast is to talk about the side of the, of the situation that is real. And it's, it really is time to settle in and to adapt and to stop waiting for clarity and to stop waiting for this to blow over. Because friends, waiting does not give you clarity. It only makes it worse. Action gives you clarity action brings clarity. Nobody has ever been rewarded for their timidness or their their being in a space of indecision. Find me one person. that is is like, man, this was a great leader and he just sat around and waited for things to blow over. That does not happen. Really take some time to comb through your business with faith, knowing that you're going to get through this while also coming to terms with what you need to do to make this work. There is no question that the ones that come out alive, so to speak, are the ones that can, number one, show value, the ones that can sell, and the ones that number three can lead conversations. They can lead conversations because when, and I think the next podcast, I'm going to talk about how different your conversations are going to look for the next foreseen amount of time. People are going to need a different level of coaching to get through decisions. And the only way that you can do that is by leading conversations. So whether you're in corporate or you are an online business leader, which is like such a blessing to be. If that's if that's you, if you can't show that you're valuable, there's just no way that you're going to make the cut. I mean, like we're slimming down too, right? Like we are looking at our business and we're like, okay, what is not valuable enough to make the cut? And that does look like services. It does look like, you know, subscriptions that we have that were awesome, but are they actually bringing value? If they're not, we make the cut. You see, your clients are gonna, aren't are going to see the need to keep you just like we are doing that in our business. We don't see the need to keep certain things that we've been having. And your boss is going to have to, unfortunately, make some really tough decisions. If he or she doesn't see you as essential as somebody that's bringing in value, bringing in revenue, there is a chance that you won't make the cut, right? It's it's so hard and it's like the worst thing to think about, but it's just a matter of fact. But I have some really good news that when you learn how to do this and you can do it confidently, they will not be able to go on without you. In fact, you'll be the opposite of disposable. You will be invaluable. The person I keep thinking about as I'm talking about this is this girl named Emily. She is a graduate of ours. She came to Guide Culture in January of 2020. She owns a marketing agency and she uh, sent me this message and it was kind of like, oh, Macy, like, hey, we're actually doing really well. I feel weird telling you that we're doing well because I know a lot of people aren't. They are not only staying, they're actually adding more services because of her ability to clearly show her value and how she can help them. I actually have some messages from her that I am going to read to you right now. Now she said, Hey, Macy, I wanted to share some really exciting news that has been happening in our business this month. It's crazy to say, especially with everything going on in the world right now, but March has been our highest revenue month since starting agency. We brought on three new clients this month, and we signed two more by the end of next week. The craziest part of all of this is is that we have not decreased prices or changed anything. We actually increased our packages due to the demand. After four prospect calls this week, the same thing has been said by each client. You seem so collected and clear on what your agency can help us with and your positivity and passion on how your team can help us During this time, is something we haven't felt or heard from other marketing agencies, AKA Guide Culture in the work. To be completely honest, the reason we are growing during this uncertain season is because we already had the tools to do so in place. Taking Guide Culture in January provided me with an unbelievable foundation for our sales process and communication skills. When COVID-19 took full force in the States, I knew we had two options. We could either freak out and have the ripple effect to all of our clients, or we could view this as another curve in the entrepreneurial journey, find new ways to provide our current clients with additional value, and help our new brands pivot into the digital world. Gosh, I just thought that was so good. And it's so true. She's like, Hey, I can, cle- I can get on a call regardless of the circumstances. And I can clearly communicate why we are invaluable for you right now more than ever. She later told me that some of the clients that she has added on since COVID-19 are, some of them are restaurants Which, you know, they are probably slimming down the most, the most, but they are still adding on more services with Emily because of her ability to clearly say what they can do for them. The most important thing you can do right now, you guys, is to truly settle in to the realism while also having full belief that you will prevail, You need to take a look at your business and your situation with an objective and realist point of view and really ask yourself these questions. Okay, do I really have the skills I need to get through this? What skills can I gain or improve to help me get through this? Am I really making the amount of sales that I need to make? And the reason I'm saying this question right here is because you can very easily lie to yourself in the sales world, right? Like just because someone's like, oh, I plan on buying. It's very easy to see that as a close, right? And be like, oh, I, I have the close. And you almost can talk yourself into the idea that you've made a, made a sale when really you never did. And then that person backs out. And sometimes you like forget that that the sale didn't actually happen. And so you go through this this phase of, oh, i made a sale, made a sale, made a sale, but you never did. That's around the idea that you can create and destroy memories. Uh, so really being clear about, hey, am I lying to myself about the sales that I'm making right now? Am I lying to myself about my skills? Am I lying to myself about the money that's coming in and about the situation? Just really get objective. I had to do that this last weekend. I came into the office on a Sunday and I just looked at our numbers. I'm like, Okay, I need to get, I need to face the animal face to face how is it looking? And it was so good for my heart and my mind. And I, it was so easy to make a plan of action. It was a, a hard, a difficult plan of action that we are about to come to, but I knew that we could do it. And also ask yourself, hey, what do I need to do to get clear on my specific messaging during this time? Because your messaging, it must change. It must adjust and it must adapt. It just has to. If you were selling things really well before, that is the very reason you're messaging needs to change because it will become very faded background noise as you try to compete with all the other noise that is taking place. So really getting clear on that messaging and pivoting that messaging is very important. So take action, friends. I know you want clarity. I do. Indecision does not breed clarity. Like I said, action breeds clarity. And I don't really know what action looks like for you. It's going to look different for different people. I don't know if it is guide culture. I don't know if it's just reading a book. I don't know if it's just really taking steps towards pivoting uh, and really making adjustments as needed. I don't know what your version of action is, but whatever you do, just take a step. It doesn't matter how big your step is. It just matters that you take a step right now. I really hope that this episode helped you and encouraged you and I hope that it gave you a little bit of a 30,000 foot view of kind of your business and your life and your situation and your ability to kind of weigh each side uh, and be the best leader that you can possibly be. Thanks so much guys. We will talk to you soon. Bye.